Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, I don't think I'd say it's philosophy. I think you always have to be open to making our team better. And ultimately, the philosophy I have is every decision we make should should be towards helping us try to win Stanley Cup and have sustainable success. So do I believe that more times than not, it's it's better to keep your first round pick and you know have that and build up your pipeline and that sustainable success is met by continuing to have that pipeline um, feeder in your organization. Sabres General Manager Kevin Adams in hour number three of Sports Talk Saturday rolls along here and the Sabres get a little busy within the first hour of free agency opening. They signed two defensemen. They also bring back Tyson Jost, those two defensemen. Eric Johnson, formerly of the Colorado Avalanche, and Connor Clifton, formerly of the Boston Bruins. And we're going to bring back in on the Western Hotline, Paul Hamilton. Paul, I have to ask, you assumed you would not be busy today. How are we feeling a half hour later? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like they did go free agency. Uh, Neither deal is crazy, though. You know, uh... So, you know, to, to get a veteran defenseman, which I understand. I mean, when you got Power and Darlene and Samuelson, I think Johnson is perfect for that role. And then um, Clifton is interesting. I, I there was until this year, I I like Clifton a lot, mm-hmm. and I thought there were times he struggled with the Boston Bruins this year, and um, can he fit in and, and play on your second pair? Is that the second pair guy? We'll find out tomorrow when we can talk to uh, Kevin Adams. Or are they still looking for that second pair guy? But um, there were times last year where, Kyle, I I think there are going to be people in Boston who are probably going to say the Sabres might regret that one, uh, depending on if they can get him back to maybe where he was a couple of years ago. It is interesting with Clifton. He played 60 games in 2021-22, only 10 points. This past year, played 78 games for Boston. He gets 23 points. In terms of the in terms of the deal, three years, $3.33 million. Does that feel right around the range where the Sabres may not regret this deal, even if he does not become the, the Clifton from a few years ago, if he's kind of the one, I guess, where Boston fans may be willing to see him go? Does this deal feel... I don't want to say safe, but at least there's a little bit of wiggle room here. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I think it's it's a, an okay deal. I, I I don't think it's it's way out of whack. That I think that's why the Sabers went for it because it's not one of those things where you're going. Are you can Are you kidding me? I mean, you severely overpaid for that. So um, 
I want to say, too, that he might have been a healthy scratch for the Bruins a little mm-hmm. bit, too. He only missed four games. But I want to say he might have been a healthy scratch for a game or two also. I'll have to look that up. But, uh, yeah, so it's just, again, I, I wasn't thoroughly impressed. He's a tougher guy. You know, he's not afraid to mix it up, which is something they need, an ingredient they need in their defense. He's from the U.S. national team. Ding, 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 ding. Played with Don Granado. Don Granado. Yep. yep, yep. And I think right there, maybe he didn't play as well as he could have last year. Who's pounding his fist on the table? Well, yes. Yeah, so Don like, Granado. Does this kind of like fit the Jordan Greenway acquisition that they made at the trade deadline of somebody mm-hmm. that Granado maybe thinks he can get more out of than what he's seen the past few years? I think absolutely. I, I, I will be very surprised if we don't hear that from Kevin Adams or Don Granado that, uh, you know, he'd be a guy – that they'd be looking to uh, – now, he was on the team, uh, the development team with Jack Eichel, J.T. Comfer, uh, those guys. I'm just looking back to see which one he had played on. So that that's the national team that he played on in 2012. And uh, the, he played on one in 2011, but he didn't play that many games as I look back to, to that team too. So – uh, it would be somebody that at least Don Granada would know about and have an op- have an opinion about. So now that there's two defensemen signed and Tyson Jost as well, the Sabers with the signing of Tyson Jost have no RFAs left on the roster to sign to take care of. Um, what do you think is the next part of their kind of checklist here? I mean, they've gotten two defensemen, Clifton. We'll see where he goes, and as you said before, Johnson is a veteran guy. But what's next? Do you think? It depends if they feel Clifton is the guy that they can slide in there and, and be be that person. I think they think that, or Johnson is, because they've made two acquisitions to the defense. I, I don't see them making a third in a trade. So, and maybe two, Gudis gets $4 million a year. So with the Ducks, three years, $4 million mm-hmm. a year. I, that's what I was talking about earlier. I don't know if that's, that's a good deal. So, um... Yeah, I, I think other than maybe filling in in Rochester, and they've already done a little bit of that. You know, they signed Davies. They re-signed uh, Ciccone, Davies, and those players. So they've already done a little bit of that. Maybe Clegg, like they did last year, they might bring him back and start him in Rochester as a, a depth type of a person. I think right now Jacob Bryson either gets traded or starts in Rochester or gets put on waivers, whether he gets to Rochester or not. I don't know. I would assume he would. But he is a young guy, and another team might want to take a chance on him. So, you know, he might be a trade on the way out. But I think the Sabres are right in thinking they had to do something else other than him. And if you wind up putting him in the minors, then you wind up putting him in the minors. So, you know, he's not – because you still have Dabushkin here. So I, I just don't see Bryson on, on, on the roster. Who knows? We'll see in training camp, or we'll see if he's traded. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I basically – don't see them signing three or signing two and trading for one unless one's out. I mean, unless they trade Yoki Haru or something like that and bring somebody else in. Uh, I could see that maybe. But other than that, you know, it could be done. And Kevin Adams has really been working the trade aspect of it too. And maybe he just felt a trade really wasn't in the works. People were asking too much. They wanted too many of his assets that he wasn't willing to give up. They wanted Savoy. They wanted Kulik, uh, and, and he might have just saw, look it, I've been trying to make this trade since February. 
the groundworks have, have been trying to put the groundwork down, and he might have just felt it's not working out with what people are asking. So we might be better off getting tougher on defense with Connor Clifton. Don Granado can maybe get more out of him, again, from the U.S. national development team. And uh, I, I think the veteran Johnson is a real good one-year because they they really don't have a lot of leadership, especially on the blue line. And he brings a Stanley Cup. He, he was number one overall pick, just like two of the defensemen are that the Sabres have. He understands all that. I think he can just be for for a year, at least one year, and you can evaluate after that a solid addition to that blue line and helping them out. So, real quick, not to get too far away from the Sabres here, but a familiar face back in the Eastern Conference, Milan Lucic, back with the Bruins. What are your thoughts on that? Kind of keep him away from Devin Levi, huh? <laughs> I will say the same thing I just said earlier to you. That helps the Sabres immensely. Yes. Get him as soon as he gets on the ice. Thompson's line or Cousins' line comes over over the wall. Take advantage. Big fan and, of you know, that's it's as simple as that. Let him go whatever he wants to do. And the Sabres, they were pretty good with Matthew Tuchuk. Did you notice they didn't really entertain him too much when he wanted? And after a while, Matthew Tuchuk didn't was stopped doing his antics against the Sabres. Mm-hmm. If you noticed in the later games he played against them, because he realized the Sabres were just like, yeah, whatever, and just walked away. It's like, okay, I'm not bothering them uh, type of a thing. So I, I don't see them. They're not going to fight Lucic, but they're not going to be pulled into any of his antics. He's definitely shot. I mean, he can't skate. I mean, what are the Bruins doing? Are they trying to they, – they just – to bring back two guys that can hardly skate anymore. I mean, I don't understand what exactly they're trying to accomplish here other than trying to maybe beat the tar out of people and fine. I mean, go go that way if you want to, but um, I, I don't get it. And, again, when he's on the ice, get Thompson's line out there, Cousins' line, and take advantage of it. All right, Paul, before we let you go and get to work, uh, development camp starts tomorrow. What time are fans allowed to go? And you did mention Kevin Adams is speaking tomorrow. Do we know around what time that's going to be at? Mm, 12.30-ish or okay. so, somewhere in there. I don't remember exactly because I don't need to be there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and fans can be there at 2 o'clock when they're on the Ice Harbor Center, any of the sessions. Not not July 4th. They're off on July 4th. But uh, 2nd, 3rd, 5th, and 6th. And the 6th is a three-on-three tournament uh, where, and I believe that starts around 9.15, 9.30. And I th- believe it's 9.15, and fans can come to watch that too if they'd like. Beautiful. Thank you, Paul. We'll talk again soon. Yep, yep. On the Western Hotline, that was around Paul Hamilton because the Sabres were busy, baby. That was fun. I, I, I feel I'm like, excited. I feel like they haven't been busy with like big names in a few years. I mean, not to say that Connor Clifton is a huge name. Eric Johnson's a big name. Eric that's Johnson's a former a big name. first one. That's a former first overall draft pick. And hey, that's three first overall draft picks on defense. Yes. Granted, one of them's 35. I think really what, what but, Johnson does, though, he adds something that. I think all all Sabres fandom has kind of been open about is the fact that there's really just no one on this team that has any playoff experience. Even some of your older guys, Kyle Posto has, what, one or two playoff series in his entire career that was back mm-hmm. with the Islanders. Jeff Skinner literally is known as the guy that's played the most games without a playoff series in his career. If he, play, if he gets to 1,000, well, he will get to 1,000 mm-hmm. this year. Yep. 
Um, and he'll be the first player in NHL history to play a thousand games and not make the playoffs. So it, it makes sense where you add somebody like Eric Johnson, who has, I mean, for most of his career has been making the playoffs with Colorado, goes obviously on a huge run to win the cup with Colorado two years ago. You add him, Clifton as well. I mean, he, he he was on Boston for the past few years. They made the playoffs a ton, so that's more playoff experience. And and like Paul said, we will see where this lines up in terms of who's going to be where, where they feel like each of these pieces fit. I will say, though, after them adding two defensemen, I do kind of wonder now. A trade for somebody like uh, a Brett Pesci or Noah Hannafin has to be out the door, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's nine defensemen. Um, they're, to quickly update Sabres, how the roster looks, they mm-hmm. bring back Tyson Joe, so they have 13 forwards. Yep. Counting Tyson Jost. Um, on the NHL roster as of right now on Cap Friendly, 13 forwards, um, nine defensemen, because Connor Clifton and Eric Johnson are now on the team. They have 25 players on the roster, and you can only have 23, but that doesn't matter right now. It's the middle of summer. That'll matter yep. when training camp comes around. Right now, they have, currently, they can spend $5.8 million towards the cap. Okay. More than they are right now. Um. I mean, yeah, that leaves you a lot to play with in terms of you could probably go sign one more guy that's big or one or two more guys that are like Johnson and Clifton. But in terms of you know money for next year, mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys coming off. Johnson's on a one-year deal. Labushkin comes off next year. Yogi Haru, Bryce, and Stillman. Yogi Haru, Bryson, and Stillman all come off next year. Um, Victor, so it, also, it also makes sense why you, why you grab somebody for three years. Right. Victor Olofsson, Casey Middlestad, Zemgus Gergensen, Kyle Poso, Tyson Jost, Peyton Krebs. All of those guys need contracts next year. Eric Comrie and Uka Pekalukanen as well. There's a lot of players that will need contracts in the Sabres next year, and not a lot of them will come back. It does feel like that. It feels like we're really starting to get towards the point of, all right, the prospects are just starting to take right. over. Right now, it's very difficult to tell who that will be, but if anyone's if anyone out there is worried about money in terms of what the Sabres have, Wouldn't be. they're going to get a lot of it back when these guys come off. And even when you have to sign Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin, you're going to get technically $6 million back from Dahlin's deal, mm-hmm. which will effectively go right back to him. But yeah. you, you already have that $6 million, and then you probably will tack on $2 million more. Yep. So we don't know. We as me and Zach, I mean, the Sabres might know. Um we don't know when, when the Darlene or Power signings might be announced. I did wonder if one of them was going to be pretty quick. They were they were rumored to happen around July 1st, but at the same time, they're both RFAs. Yep. They don't have to get done before July 1st and to be next honest, summer. Every but they also, rumor going around does not make it sound like you know we're in dire situation, that we don't really know if that deal is going to get done. It sounds like, for the most part, those deals are going to get done and yeah, both seem pretty happy with where they're at. Yeah, and, and it goes back to Kevin Adams being a great communicator and a Seemingly, this is us. This key. is us observing, but a great communicator and a seemingly good, you know, everyone's on the same page. He's probably talked to Darlene and Power and said, "Hey guys, look, we're working on some other stuff. We value your contracts. We'll get to them. Yep. But this stuff, we're going to get you guys. We're going to get you Eric Johnson and Connor Clifton to play with you. Yeah, next we're going to we're going to make sure you guys are not going out there solo alone and feeling. I mean, like that's the thing. I don't want to limit ever Darlene and Power and what they can bring." the entire game. I don't, I don't want to limit them to just be you have to be the defenseman. That's mm-hmm. not why they're number one overall picks. They're number one overall picks because they are the modern era of defensemen. Darlene especially. And that's where Matias Samuelson being in the lineup was so important for Darlene, yeah. and that's where we'll see if it's Clifton or Johnson. I think I think probably going to be Clifton 
is going to be the main partner with power. I think you could have them be interchangeable. Well, like like Paul said, they did a lot of rotations. They in, did in the so in it's really going to be game lineup. by game basis for yeah. the most part. But even, even mid game, exactly. So. But even then, if you if you got the the options to be able to do it, do it. I'm all for that in every way to make that defense better. Because that was my thing is if you're going to go then with UPL. As your mm-hmm. main backup goalie, you gotta have you've a got defense. to improve that defense to maybe just get his numbers just that little bit better. Just that little bit better. Another defensive name <laughs> off the board, Dmitry Orlov to Carolina. No Ooh. word on – that's from Darren Dreger. Okay. Um, no word on the term or the price. So Vancouver's been very busy, by the way, as well. Yeah, a lot of depth signings for Vancouver. <laughs> um, but real quick about the whole Pesci thing, if Orlov's signing in Carolina, that might – lead to, yeah, Pesci's not coming back. Yeah, Carolina. Pesci's on his way out. Yeah, so that's a big signing, though. Orlov was huge for the Bruins when mm-hmm. he got there. Had so many points as soon as he was traded. Yeah. Just really surprised they didn't bring him back. Boston's another one of those teams where they're in a bad, bad cap I, situation. I very much agree with, with Paul. I didn't get to bring this point up with him just because we, we want to keep it short. He's got he's now got to you know, a lot essentially to go to work now. But for me, at least with Boston... Boston is now feeling like, with the Van's Re- Van Riemsdyk's signing and the Milan Lucic signing, it feels like a team that knows, oh crap, we are old and we are basically done. And yep. it kind of how he put it, of we're just, we're just going to beat the hell out of everybody to try to get there. But like this is these are the dying empires of the NHL. This is what happens every time a team is really good for quite a while and they get really old. Yep. They just become... They don't like go. Yeah, exactly. Pittsburgh has fallen into this trap they did last year a little bit, and it's it's tough, I know, but Detroit even as well, they fell into that trap of just never being able to kind of get past the whole, guys, it's time for a rebuild. I would even say now with Detroit, the Iserman plan, does, it, it's, you're still trying to see exactly what the plan is. With right. Detroit, with well, with, he he. I mean, we don't know for sure, but he probably knows what his plan is. He does. It's he, just there's keeps not it very close to the yeah. Chest. There's not as clear of a plan as there was in Tampa, where it was like, no, no, we're just going to get incredibly talented people who from countries who like you know Russia, where they're going to be third, fourth, fifth round picks. But it doesn't matter. We're going to load up on talent and just we're going to let them grow. We're going to let you complain about us not winning a cup yet, and we're eventually going to get there. And they did. You want to talk about loading up the Orlov deal? Two yep. years. 7.7 per year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a big deal. Man. 14 million. 16 million. 16 million. Over two years. I mean, I don't hate it's, that. It's, it's just, ooh. I mean, it's the price to pay for the number one defenseman on the board. And also, to be fair, if you're Carolina, Carolina has now gotten into this point of, guys, we need, we need, we need to even just make a final here. Right, because it's been conference finals or the round before the conference finals, and you're out. And to be honest, this this past conference finals, I think, really took a hit out of like just how much patience you've got left. But you in, were there every game, and you couldn't close. In terms of term, he's 31. Two yeah. years is a perfect amount of term. You he probably had, won't regret that deal. He had 17 points in 23 games when he was traded to the Bruins. You're probably not regretting that deal. No. You're out of it in two years. This this season, you, you're you not. Next season, maybe. You might. You might. But again, it's it's only two years. Right. But you've got to get to a cup final. You have to. Mm-hmm. You're you running don't. out of time with this group. Well, the other thing is... Well, actually, so Brett Pesci is under contract. Yes. So they don't have to trade him. They don't have to trade him. But the thing is, is like... I mean... Sounds like everyone wants out of it, though. I don't know if it's he wants out. I think it's the, the they want him out. For some reason, I don't know. Maybe maybe that was just before this. I mean, kind of but, came up. But didn't he fall out of their top four eventually? I mean, kinda, yeah. But like, 
I don't know. I just wonder if this if this Orlov thing maybe somehow brings him back. I don't know why it would bring him back, but um, looking at their roster, though, everyone is mm-hmm. off next year. This is Carolina, right? Yes. Yeah. Sebastian Ajo, Tara Vinen, Martin Natchez, Jesper Fa- or uh, Jordan Martin. Well, he's a little older. Doesn't. I mean, they just signed really... Jesper Fast. Yep. Yeah. For a two-year deal. Yeah, they just signed um, him. That was announced Seth today. Seth Jarvis, Jack Drury, Ryan Suzuki. That's just the forwards. Mm-hmm. Defense, you have Brett Pesci coming off next year. Brady Shea is coming off next year. Um, goaltenders, well, they kind of – they literally brought back the same goaltenders. Yep. Andrei Svechnikov is signed. There's he, That's fine. You know, he's there. Um, but just – that's a lot of guys you're going to have to re-sign next year. It's a lot of guys. We're going to take a quick timeout. What are your thoughts? Eric Johnson, Connor Clifton, and the Sabres do bring back Tyson Jost. Is it enough? Do we still want the Sabres to make more moves? We're taking your calls, 803-0550. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday. This is WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Can't wait for that this year. Newest Buffalo Sabre, Eric Johnson, one of his old goals. He comes in on a one-year deal along with another defenseman, Connor Clifton. He comes in on a three-year deal, both about three point, you know, I think Clifton was 3.33 million a year. And then Eric Johnson's 3.25 a year. Very, very good signings. I'm excited for both. I think Johnson is going to add that leadership role, much more veteran leadership that this team desperately does need, and I think crucially, playoff experience. He's just such a he's just such a name that I would never have expected them to go for. I just, and that's I, why I, I, I do think get it's worried. so fun. I do get worried that it's going to become like a stall thing. Like that's Eric Stall is going to be sitting in the back of my mind of mm, like old that's guy. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, playoff experience, all that stuff, and it's fun for like ten games. 
and then it craters. That's that's going to be my fear. I know no, I maybe shouldn't be thinking man. that negatively, but that's going to be my fear. Why'd you have to do that? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Clifton, though, I'm very excited for. I'm yeah. very, very excited for yeah. Clifton. I've seen a number of tweets, including from Chatty Diminisus of Expected Buffalo. He loves the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked at Chad for a lot of stuff in terms of, like, you know, analytically and, and stuff like that. Him and Anthony over at Expected Buffalo, they both seem to be very big fans of this deal. Also, the guys over at Evolving Hockey um, tweeted about the Clifton deal. They do um, basically estimates of contracts and things like that. And okay. they estimated Connor Clifton getting three years, 3.1. So okay. the Sabres hit the hit the nail right on the head with that one. Ooh. So Max Pacioretty, yeah. is that what you're about to say? Yeah, Max Pacioretty going to Washington, one year, two million dollars plus another two million what? in, in uh, potential bonuses. Why? I, you, Why? You know, I was going to say real real quick on Pacioretty, super fun player. Oh yeah, can't stay healthy. Oh yeah, if he wouldn't, if his, he his would, health is horrifying. I can't remember who did it. It was a Bruin. I know that Chara. Was it Chara? Yeah, it was Chara. He ran him into the stanchion and yep. just. That was the that pretty was much the that end. I mean, Petretti still had a great career after that, but that was a big. He would have had a much better career had that concussion not happened. Yep. Um, it's, you know, Paul. Paul made the joke of let those teams make those moves, like let Toronto sign Ryan Reeves, let Boston sign Milan Lucic, let Washington sign Max Petretti. Mm-hmm. These teams are signing old players to try and stay relevant. That's really to all it is. To try and stay relevant. I mean, why why does Boston sign Milan Lucic? It makes Patrice no sense. Bergeron is still sitting there as an unsigned free agent. Granted, he might retire. But why why? I mean, don't un- I, don't interrupt think- don't interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. But like famous Napoleon quote. Thank you. Um yeah, you know, I like to do my history every once in a while. You had no um, idea that was a Napoleon. No, quote, I did. did. <laughs> I just couldn't remember it was Napoleon. I knew it was a, like an old war yes. general. I couldn't remember if it was Famous Napoleon. Famous Napoleon or... quote: "Never, never interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake." But that's the thing is, the don't Luch- jump into that. Yeah, just let, just let him do it. Yeah, the Lucic signing, the Patchetti signing, and the the Reeves signing. James Van Reeves like as well. James for, Reeves, for yeah. Boston. Boston got significantly worse in this offseason. Connor Geeky, great signing. That's that's good. But I think, I think it's the thing with that, Boston, and, and, you're, and you're looking at it with Toronto as well, there's going to have to be a team you jump to get in the playoffs. You were close to Tampa in terms of points. I think mm-hmm. they had 98 and make the playoffs. You had 91. Yeah. I, I think that was the exact Oh, number. you're saying like to just avoid the wild card altogether. Well, I, I, look, I do want to avoid the wild card. I think this is a team that could compete for a top three seed in the Atlantic Conference, I, I or in the Atlantic Division. I, I really do. But for me, at least, Boston, I think, absolutely shot all their bullets this season. They yes. threw everything at the kitchen sink. Everything seemed to go right for them they as well. They traded for Orlov. They they made a great push. Uh, well, not not even a push. They won the President's Trophy, and they broke the regular season but game that's my thing, one it, record. It felt like everything went right for them as a team that, going into the season, was projected as maybe a team that was too old and were going to crater. It, yep. wind, it winds up being Pittsburgh and Washington. But Boston was kind of a trendy pick for that. I think that does happen again. Th- or I, I think that happens this year. That they're a team that is going to try to load up with the old guys, try to grind out wins. Honestly, kind of fit, I I, I would assume, the Boston mantra of we're going to bully everybody and the, yep. that's how we're going to get in the playoffs. It's That's not the game these days. It's nope. not. It, it is exactly it's how Paul put it. It's a part of the game. It's a part of, of it. Game. But it's kind of exactly how Paul put it. The moment those guys get on the ice, you send out your top line of, of forwards and you let them go fly at them. You let them just absolutely throw everything in the kitchen sink at them. I mean... It, as as well though, you're even looking at it too. How's the goaltending situation gonna gonna go for Boston? You saw how quickly Allmark went from oh he's gonna run away with the Vezina, and he did. Gets in the playoffs, well under nine hundred save percentage, well under. Yes. and I think he was averaging what three and a half goals per game as well. It was not good. It was a disaster. Another thing um, for Boston, the downfall of the Bruins. Let's all laugh and point. 
Both um, times. Love and Boston teams fail. Traded their 2024 first round pick to Detroit for Tyler Bertuzzi, and they did not. And they're sign not bringing him back. Tyler Bertuzzi. They're not bringing him back. Granted, granted, that first round pick that they traded is top ten protected, and it will be in the top ten. I. I'm going to make a bold oh, you're, prediction. You're on in. I'm going to make Let's a bold go. prediction right now that Boston will be in the bottom ten in the league. I mean, it could happen. The it, East is, is incredibly loaded. The uh, Atlantic yes, might have, still be the best division in hockey. Actually, I'm, you know what? I'm going to walk that back. I I don't <laughs> no. think they're going to be that bad. Oh, no, come on. no, because I forgot they have David Pasternak, Brad Marchand. Olmark is great in the regular season. They're still going to be relevant, but they're going to be in the bottom half of the league. But that's the thing: is relevancy worth it when you're when you're Boston? Because well, what, what is relevancy? Relevancy is, hey, guys, we're regressing, and here's some okay hockey in the regular season, and we're not going to make the playoffs. Or if you make the playoffs, you're Boston, you're Boston from two years ago, or you're Pittsburgh from two years ago, where you mm-hmm. make the playoffs, and you're just supposed to be the sacrificial lamb in the first round. So we've seen Boston make stupid signings. We've seen Toronto make a stupid signing so far. Oh, they're not done yet. Brad they're not, living, they're, no, Brad they're not living done. is their GM. They're we've not also, done yet. We've now seen Washington make a dumb one with Max Pacioretty. When will we see a Pittsburgh one? I don't know if they will. I don't know if they will. They have $14 million I like I like Kyle Dubas as a general manager. That I is really, true. really do. That is true. He, he's young. He's forward-thinking. I think he ran into a wall in Toronto, though. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that mm-hmm. core, I, just, I don't know if they're going to get it done. I, I, I don't know if they have any player that, that have the clutch gene. To be, and, and I say that as a joke that the clutch gene is real, but I, I think it really <laughs> is that guys do perform better when the lights are biggest. Right. Their players routinely don't. Look at the second round. Did any of the top four score a goal against Florida? Uh, no. I don't think so. <laughs> like, that, like, that is the epitome of, yeah, yeah. when the lights get brightest, we get blind. That's what they are. They're a team that shows up in the regular season, look fun, look exciting, keep the fans engaged, and they get in the playoffs and they fall apart. Now they add somebody on the defense who's a turnstile who is going to get abused out there on the ice by these young, fast teams in the East, including the Sabres. Ottawa might even be one of them. They're going to get annihilated out there. It's it, like You look at the Eastern Conference, we, we knew the Atlantic especially was going to eventually get old, and that the Sabres had to be good at the right time to pounce on it. I think this is the right time. This is the right time. And I think what we've seen so far today, we're still waiting on the power and dialing extensions. I fully anticipate they happen very soon. I, I really have no fear there. They have made moves to better their defense. They're putting, in in my opinion, for right now, a little too much faith in UPL as a backup goalie to Levi. And even to a certain extent as well, they're putting a little bit too much faith on a 21-year-old Devin Levi. But they're putting, I I think, enough around them to help them. Yes, to help to them insulate push them. forward. Here's my thing. Just don't give up 300 goals next year. Don't give up, like, 3,000 shots. You scored 296. You had a minus four goal differential. Yeah, that should not be a thing. They were top ten in the or top three in the league, I think, for the yeah. most of the season. They were one of the best all. scoring teams in the East. You cut out maybe 25, 30 goals next season just by improving your defense, better structure, own power. Second year, you're making the playoffs. I think easily. This mm-hmm. is an incredibly talented team and a team that dealt with a ton of injuries at the end of last season. Yeah, that's the thing I always look back on is if they would have made the playoffs. It, oh, I think Boston beats them. I do. I'm yeah, fine to say that. It, it, I get that's it. That's basically just because of the injuries. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, some of, your, some of your key were, guys were really hurt. Okay, they they did fall off towards the end of the year. They where are they? in terms of goal scoring? Oh no, they had 293 goals for. 293 goals. Okay. 297 goals against. 
So they were third in the league behind Boston and Edmonton. Yeah. Who have Edmonton had the greatest power Bo- play of all time. Boston had Boston won the President's Trophy and beat the single regular season wins record. And Edmonton has the greatest player on the planet. And statistically the best power play ever. Yeah. Their power play last year, Edmonton, mm-hmm. was a whopping 32% successful. That's obnoxious. Yeah. You just take away 25 to 30 goals scored throughout an entire season, you're making the playoffs quite easily, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Especially with some of these younger teams. Tampa last year looked completely out of gas when they faced Toronto in the playoffs. Let's, they look completely gassed. Let's look at, I, I think we did this exercise a little while ago. <laughs> let's, let's look at the Eastern Conference here real quick. Carolina is still going to be there. Col- oh, absolutely. Columbus... Yep. I would say with Bedard, they're terrifying. They get Fantilli. They did sign him to his three-year entry-level deal. But with Mike Babcock as the head coach. Breaking news, by the way. I mean, come on. Happened a few hours ago, but we got a little busy. Are we still there with Babcock? Are we still there? Why is he back? Johnny Gaudreau is going to hate his life. Well, he's going to hate his life. But also, looking back at at those Detroit teams... It was everyone around him. It was Zetterberg. It was Datsuk. It was Lidstrom. One of the most talented teams of a generation. Mm -hmm. Babcock just had to show up every night. Yep. And that team is going to write some and numbers then, on the board. And even then, I don't think they accomplished their their actual like potential. No, especially looking at those young Pittsburgh teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, let's not act like Babcock's. And I, I know you're not. Let's not act like Babcock's going to be the savior for. No, Columbus he's going to be the exact. Relevant. I think he's going to be the exact opposite. He's going to be torts for for Philadelphia. Yeah. Where they might be, they'll they'll be a little stingy. They might be a, a bit annoying. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, they're a bad team still. New Jersey Devils right up there with Carolina. Hundred yeah. percent. New York Islanders, I think a fringe wildcard team. Fringe wildcard team, they threw everything at the kitchen sink, though, this past trade deadline. They barely made it. Yep. Going for Bo Horvat, which that deal did not work out well for them at all. No. And, I mean, they're being dragged by their goaltending. They're kind of like the New York Rangers in a way. New York's mm-hmm. a little bit better off. Not a little bit. Well, quite a bit better let's off. Let's go to the Rangers. Are they in the top three in the Metropolitan next year? Or are they a, or are they a wildcard team? I, I, I complain about how old they are, but I, I, I think they still probably are there in the Met. Yeah. They're I think third. They're third. I think they're, they're comfortably third. third. Yeah. The Flyers, Penguins, and Capitals, I will comfortably say, are not even wildcard teams next year. I would year. agree. I would agree. Okay. Back well, to Washington, the, oh. I think, is super going to be not good the next yeah. year. Over to the Atlantic. The Bruins, barely a wildcard team. You're saying barely wildcard team? Barely wildcard in the I sense of... I think that's where they get as well. Barely wildcard in the sense of they miss barely. They're going to barely miss. Okay. Like the Sabres. Sabres. I think they're in the playoffs next year. I really do. you think do. they're a wild card team or do you think they're top three? I've said I think they're going to be a top three seed next year. I'm going to stick to it. I think they're wild card simply because, let's go through the top three here, Florida, Tampa, Toronto. Maybe Tampa, actually. Mm. Maybe Tampa. See, I think I think it's going to be Florida could be the one seed. Well, I mean, we'll see with Florida. Florida was streaky this year. Yeah, they t- figured Toronto, out at the end of the year to make a run. We also don't really know how their how their goaltending is going to go. Alex Lyon's not on that team anymore. He's not nope. a two year deal with Detroit. Yep. Yeah. So, so he's Detroit, not even there. Detroit, we have no could. idea what's going on with Spencer Knight. He's been in the um, I'm blanking player assistance program. He's been in there for quite a while. We have not gotten an update. I hope every, okay. I, I hope everything's going well over there. And then you've got um, I'm now blanking on their other goaltender's name. Um, who made a run of the playoffs? Was their main guy. Barbara, oh, wow, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. There we go. But then who else is there? But oh, it was just Lion. Yeah. it was Lion, and, and, and he was very streaky the entire year until the playoffs. Well, that's how he. That's who he that's, is. But that's, that's who his, he is. That's in his that's, whole career. But, that, but that, if that's your starting goalie, right, right, and you've lost Gudis now as well, he's yep. gone. Man, the, you, you the, didn't really the Atlantic. Have, the Atlantic is the kind Atlantic of wide open. Has opened up, and then let's go. Let's go to the young teams. 
that are kind of chasing or are with the Sabres. Montreal, ugh. not even close. We'll see what happens there, but they are in cap hell right now. Cole Caulfield, we'll see if he comes back. He's a very, very exciting player. 26 goals and I think just about 48 games last year. Mm-hmm. Very exciting player. Suzuki as well. They're rookies. I'm not really, or not, not their rookies, but they're young prospects. I'm not a huge fan of. Ottawa, we've talked about it. They were going 75 miles an hour down the freeway and immediately threw that into reverse. Yep. Didn't even step on the brake. They somehow got in reverse without doing it. <laughs> so, like, that team, Dorian. Is, that team is falling apart. And I've mentioned with Detroit, Steve Eisenman's a great GM. I don't know what his plan is with this team. Yeah, but you, can, st- you know, though, that see, he's I'm, going to figure it out. I agree. But for right now, I'm still trying to figure that out. I think, bold prediction, right now, on July 1st, mm-hmm. on paper, top three, Toronto... Detroit, Florida. No, Toronto, Florida, Detroit. I'm sorry. Okay, so you, so you have Detroit over Buffalo. Yes, I do. Okay, I see I don't. Just because of the simple fact that I don't like to do superstitions about my, or I don't like to do predictions about my team. That's fair. I have, I, I'm going to have Buffalo as the 3C, but I think I'll go Toronto, Florida, Buffalo. Tampa's going to fall off hard. I think, I, I do think Tampa's going to fall Perry's off. Corey Perry's gone. Not that he made that big of a difference, but they just, they were they there. Threw, they threw everything as well at this year, and mm-hmm. it fell apart. Yeah, Tanner Janot. They traded a lot of draft picks. He was a healthy for scratch Joe. in a, an elimination game. And he's also an RFA right now. I mean, like that's the thing is, I think the Sabres have have gotten very good very quickly at the right time. A fun one for Boston, by the way. I forgot to bring this up when we were on Boston. Mm-hmm. You know how many picks they have in next year's draft? Right now, three, three. Do you know what rounds they're in? They don't. I don't think they pick till the third or fourth round. Four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. There it is. Four, five, and six is the only. And then next year, the year after, they have their first, their third, their fifth, their sixth, their seventh. Next year, in twenty twenty four, the Bruins, unless they end tenth or worse mm-hmm. in the standings, or in at least in the draft lottery, they will not pick for the first three rounds Man. as of right now. Oh, that's. Bad. And I don't. They don't really have many guys. I mean, unless they're going to be, <laughs> we're going to trade Pasta or, or Mar- Marshawn for a first round pick. They're ain't. Yeah, they're, right. they're not trading Pasta. You get they a just lot. Tra- they just signed a eight year extension. Yeah, I was going to say you get a lot more for Pasta than the, just that. But well, of course, of course. But I mean, you're not. You could look not at. Gonna pick in those you could look rounds. at Jake DeBrusque. You could look at Pavel Zaka. There's there's names, but and this is already a team that does not have any prospects. Right. They've been they terrible have, in the draft as of recently. They have Fabian Lysel. There you go. Fantastic. And Great. That's it. I mean, like, the East has opened up quite aggressively because teams are getting older, and the Sabres are still one of the youngest teams in hockey. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> that's that's, and, that's and, the and, weirdest and let, part. And of let's it say, all. for argument's sake, Devin Levi does come in and is basically a Carter Hart his rookie season. Don't say that. But let, for argument's Don't sake, do that to me. For argument's sake, let's say he comes in and is lights out for, out of the gate. Mm-hmm. They are one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference because of how much they score. Even with missing Jack Quinn, you have all these prospects coming up. You have now guys who have been in the NHL for quite a few years. I've been, I've, I'm a huge fan of Dylan Cousins. I think he's my favorite player on this current team. He's going to fight a polar bear. If it looks at a teammate wrong, he will. <laughs> he had 31 goals last year, being the father figure of a kid line at 21 years old. You're not yeah. telling. You're telling me he's not going to flirt with 40 goals next year potentially. If let's let's say it goes it, how how I kind of envisioned it to start the show, Casey Middlestead on one wing and JJ Paterka on another, that he's not going to flirt with forty goals. Oh, he, I think as your second line center, he'll flirt with fifty as your second line center. They score in bunches. They just need to take a few goals away. Yeah, 
and they're on fire. If you so I can't do math like this, but the average age of the Sabers on forward on the forward position. This is another a great mm-hmm. feature on Cap Friendly. You can see their their average age. Uh, 25.8 years old is their average age right now. That's with a 35-year-old Kyle Ocposo and a 31-year-old Jeff Skinner. Yep. Those two probably sk- more Ocposo than anything, but they skew the average a little bit. I think that average would be closer to 24, <laughs> under 25, yeah. if it wasn't for Ocposo and Skinner in there. On defense, exactly the same, 25.8, because you just added a 35-year-old Eric Johnson mm-hmm. in there. And then on goalie, 24 is the average age for the three goalies. 24 for Lukanen, 21 for Levi, 27 for Comrie. It is such an exciting exciting time to be a Buffalo sports fan. We're going to take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show for a Saturday. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday, and this is WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. Quick final segment as we wrap up a Saturday. Head into the holiday weekend with July 4th being this Tuesday. Very excited. Good holiday. Very, very good holiday. I think my only problem is, and I agree with Mike Shope on this, I and I and I know it can because it's the 4th and it, it will change. I need it to be on a Monday. I need the three-day weekend. Mm, Memorial Day gives yeah. me that three-day weekend. July 4th, that holiday yeah, changes. Yeah, you have a guaranteed three-day weekend on Memorial Day. Exactly. Where July 4th, that baby moves. Yep. And you're never sure. So, like, it's going to be weird now. Coming However, to work on Monday, being off Tuesday. However, I don't like it. Saturday, 4th of July, Friday, 4th of July. That's not bad. Those I don't are get, peak. I don't get the three-day weekend, though. But man. a Friday night, 4th of July fireworks show. Well, no. See, now that, that. Give me Friday or Monday. I'm stoked. That's true. Yeah. Saturday is probably in your third spot. Um, yeah. Boston fans, stay mad, please. They are upset. They are not happy. Kevin Shattenkirk is reported to sign back with sign into Boston for the first time ever on a one-year deal. Why? Why? Oh, I don't care. Never mind. Do what you want to do. I don't, Don Sweeney, I think. I think that's I think their, so. their GM. Not for long at this rate. <laughs> Not for long. Uh, also do want to pass on some signings for the Sabres, at least reportedly. Dustin Tukarski back in Buffalo. It's a two-way contract. Likely going to head to Rochester along with another goaltender. Lance Lasowski is tweeting. Let me find his tweet if Twitter could work. There it is. Uh, Devin Cooley to a one-year NHL contract. The Devins. And he's likely also as well to play in Rochester next season. So I think they're loading up to just kind of have young guys there. Well, except for Dakarski. A, tand- a tandem of Devin and Devin. That's exciting. That's That'd fun. be cool. That's a good. Do time. they spell their name the same way? Uh, they do actually. Wow. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. That's exciting. Yes, they do. Cool. That's exciting. Hey, also check out our website. Our own Paul Hamilton's going to have all this stuff about mm-hmm. Eric Johnson, Connor Clifton, Tyson Jost, and all the other signings that might come this way this weekend and all throughout the week and things like that. Yep, so that's going to be over check at the WGR550.com. Also, uh, tomorrow, Sabres Development Camp does start at 2. It is open to first come, first serve. No tickets needed. Again, starting at 2 at Harbor Center. And then as well, Paul mentioned it, it in his last segment uh, to start the 1 o'clock hour. Adams is tentatively, I think, about 12.30 he's mm-hmm. going to speak. Um, that audio as well will be over at our website, WGR550.com and on the Odyssey app. That's going to do it for me and Josh. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Monday. You listen to Sports Talk Saturday. This is WGR. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.